Hey everyone and welcome back to the Pennies to Pounds podcast with your host Kia and this is a podcast where we aim to dispel myths, simplify difficult financial jargon and rectify your own personal problems. I know you heard it too, I know, I know, I'm changing from K to Kia. I've had this almost like crisis where I've wanted to go from, you know, being identified as K, which obviously isn't my name, it was a nickname that a lot of my friends would call me a few years back, to actually using my real name. So it's going to be Kia now. It's going to be, I know it's probably going to take me a couple of episodes to get used to it properly, but yes. Welcome. Happy Tuesday. I'm sorry, it's not Monday. I'm so sorry. Do you know why? I've been spending my time creating content. So if you follow Pennies Pounds across everything, you will see that a new video has dropped. And I am pledging my allegiance right now to dropping a YouTube video twice a week. So if you haven't already subscribed, then definitely go and check it out on YouTube. It's Pennies to Pounds TV. Go and subscribe and there'll be content every twice a week. There'll be new content on the YouTube page. Hence why this has to be delayed a day. But it's okay. We are still here. So one thing I want to talk about today, and I know it may not apply to everyone. I've mentioned it before in a podcast, but I want to talk a bit more about debt. So... If you are following Penny's Pounds and everything, then you'll see that I recently created a TikTok all about kind of ways to get out of debt. And I kind of want to talk about that and see if we can expand on it a bit more in this episode today. So the reason I want to talk about debt, because a lot of people hear this and think, oh, I'm not in debt. You know, that's not me. Debt doesn't have to look like I'm in £1,000 worth of debt. I'm in £10,000 worth of debt. Debt can look like I have a student overdraft and I'm coming towards the end or I'm in my final year of uni or I've just graduated and I've got a letter back from my bank saying I need to repay my overdraft. I may even have just a regular overdraft with only £250, but I've been living in it. I've just gotten so used to, you know, living in my overdraft. All this is debt. So if you're looking to say, you know what, New Year, new me. The new year is around the corner. 2021, which, good golly, I hope is way better than 2020. I, I hope, oh, honestly, I could really do with forgetting this year. But 2021 will be way better. So if you're thinking, right, 2021, I want to get my finances in order. Let's talk about the D word. Let's talk about debt. So what is the definition of debt? So if you actually were to look it up, it would say in the Oxford Dictionary that debt is a sum of money that is owed or is due. So realistically, money that isn't yours, that you've borrowed, that you owe to someone else, whether that is a person, whether that's a family member, whether that's a builder society, a bank, whoever, but it's money that's not yours that you owe. And there's a lot of people who have found themselves in there for various reasons. I'm sure a lot more because of COVID, because of where we're at right now. If we go ahead and look at the stats, so I'm looking at the most recent stats we have is on the Money Charity. So it says that right now in the UK, that the average credit card debt per household, so this doesn't necessarily mean just you alone, it means per household in the UK that could have how many people in it. Average credit card debt is £2,241, okay? And the average total debt per household is £60,526. Okay, the average unsecured debt. So to give you the difference between secured and unsecured, secured debt um, or a secured loan, so to speak, is a loan that you've taken out and you've put up something for collateral. So a mortgage will be a form of secured uh, of a secured loan. So a car financing because you said I want to get this loan and I, I want to purchase this house. For example, I've got a mortgage. I want to purchase this house. So if I don't make payments, it's okay because this loan's secured. So if I miss a payment, you're able to take away this house and sell the house to get back the money for that loan. That's what secured means. Unsecured, 
as I'm sure you can work out, means that you don't put anything up for this loan. You just get this loan. And if you don't make payments, then the bank or building society or whoever's lent it to you will try and make reasonable attempts to recoup their money from you. That's how it works. But the total unsecured debt per UK adult, so this is per person in the UK right now, is £3,946. So all this is up to date, um, up to August this year, but these stats are quite big. So I think it's definitely worthwhile talking about debt. And I know for me, for those of you who kind of know my story, you'll know that in second year of uni, so I've not long graduated, I was at uni for four years, but in my second year, I was doing really well for myself. So first year was a bit hard financially, but second year I was doing really well for myself. I had a job, I was living in Coventry for uni, but I was working in London, really good pay, and all my student loan went into savings. So I was really good and I had loads of money saved up. I can't remember what I actually spent it on in the end, but I know I had to use it bit by bit. And then there came a point where I was going on holiday, had no money. Student loan was literally coming into my account the day I was due to land back into the UK. So I went to go on holiday with my friend, didn't have the money. She said in the end that she was going to, you know, front up the money for me and I pay her back as we landed, which I did. But in the meantime, I thought, what can I do for myself? Because I hate, if you're like me, I hate relying on people financially. I really cannot stand it. So I went ahead and applied for a credit card. Usually I heard that credit cards, you know, get approved within minutes or hours, the same day. Mine didn't. So I went for, applied for another one. Both got approved, both 1K limit. Long story short, I was in a 2K debt. Paid it all off. It's all gone. Paid it all off. But yes, that was definitely very eye-opening to me and how easy it is to kind of get lost in that trap of almost essentially free money and getting used to being in debt because I didn't pay it off all in second year. I paid it off towards the end of third year. I managed to, you know, I was paid about bit by bit, managed to finally clear it off in third year and that's how I got rid of all that money there. But it gets you get so used to and so comfortable using that money that for sure in. And I know for sure, for me anyway, my student overdraft as well. I was encouraged back in first year when I was struggling a bit. I was encouraged by the bank to open up a student overdraft and everyone around me had one. So I opened it up, maxed it out every year. Not not actually, I mean, I knew I had to repay it back, but I didn't, it wasn't actually in my mind that I was going to have to pay it back. But obviously any money that you borrow eventually has to go back. So yes, all of this is kind of, I'm sure some of you listening may be able to relate to different aspects of it. You may have other loans for other different reasons and you're thinking, you know, what, I want to pay it back. So here are some of my top tips I'd say, or kind of top things that you should consider when it comes to trying to make that move into into becoming debt free. So this is some of my top tips. So number one, which may seem really simple, but make your payments on time when you're actually repaying back these loans. So if you, this usually applies to a loan or credit cards, which typically tend to have a date every month that you need to repay by. So make sure that you make these payments on time. A lot of these things, a lot, especially credit cards, have a way that you can actually call up the bank or the building society, whoever lends it to you, and say, I want to set up a direct debit so they can debt the money. So it's usually the minimum payment. They can take that out from your account and pay that so you never miss a bill. Or you can have it to fully clear your amount or your balance every month, however you choose, but you can set that up. So if you're afraid that you're going to forget and you can do it that way, if you're someone who's quite forgetful, put it in your calendar. Put it in your calendar and have a reminder three days before because some credit cards take three days to kind of clear. So put a reminder in so you never miss a payment because if you do miss a payment, that can have long-term implications on your credit file. So even something as small as missing a payment for your phone bill can live on your credit file. Any kind of missed payments live in your credit file for six whole years. So that means 
that anything that I do today as a 22 year old will live on my credit file until I'm 28. When you put that in perspective, that is a very long time. So you want to try and minimise what's on there. And I understand when you're young, sometimes we make mistakes. We've all been there, but try your best now not to miss any payments. Number two is to prioritise paying off any debts with the highest interest rates first. Goes without saying, anything that charges you more interest will obviously cost you more in the long run. So your aim is if you have a credit card, you have one credit card, that's 40%. Another one that is 19.9%. Another one that's um, interest free for a period of time. Then your aim is to tackle the 40% one first. Try and, you know, figure out a repayment plan for yourself or with your provider. That's how you're going to repay that and clear that off. Then move on to the lesser one and then to 0% interest run. Just work it out. But you want to try and clear the one with the highest interest rate first so you effectively repay back less money in the long term. Number three is to always, always, always try and pay more than the minimum payment. So this goes back to the original point where, you know, you have the minimum payment usually on credit cards, but you can have it on other loans as well. Try and repay back as much as you can more than the minimum. Typically, minimum amounts for credit cards, depending on how much um, or how big your limit is, is about 25 to about £35, the minimum payment is. So if your minimum payment is £25, try your best to pay off 35 45 50 60 70 how much you can physically afford without having to rely on debt or on credit again how much you can afford but try your best to pay more than the minimum that means that a you're able to clear down your debt a lot faster and b you you end up repaying a lot less in the long run so try your best as much as you can to pay back more than the minimum it can be really tempting like oh i can borrow this money and all i have to do is pay back 25 pounds every month and that's it but realistically if you actually worked out how much money you actually give back to the bank based on how much you initially borrowed it'll be a lot a lot more so you want to try and minimize that by paying more than the minimum payment every month number four is a big one if you have trouble making repayments don't ignore it i think this is something that we hear time and time again and this is why it was i have this podcast and i want to really open up the conversation around money around debt around credit all of these things because don't ignore it. Ignoring things don't make it go away. And that goes with everything in life, okay? For me, I can have a spider in my room. I try and ignore it. Is it going to go? No, not at all. So the best thing to do with anything, especially when it comes to debt and trying to repay off debt, is to face it head on. So if you're struggling to make repayments, that's okay. Especially now in this pandemic time, I don't want anyone to feel bad and feel like, oh, I've lost income. And now before something that was comfortable for me is now I can't afford to do so. That is fine. Okay, that's absolutely fine. But I want everyone to know that it's okay to ask for help. And in this sense, in this instance, help looks like calling up your credit provider and letting them know that you're struggling. Let your credit provider know that you're struggling. So if you've got a credit card, if you've got a loan, if you've got car financing, if you've got a mortgage, if you're paying rent, whatever it looks like, let the person who's lending you that money know that you're struggling. Nine times out of ten, banks really do want their money back. I'm sure you can imagine. So they're going to try their hardest to figure out a repayment plan that, that's comfortable for you, A, and helps them to get their money back as quickly as possible, which is B. So go ahead, have phone calls. I've spoken to loads of people who didn't know you can even do that. But once they do that, they're able to feel more comfortable and more confident in their financial situation. So if that is you, or if there's something that you want to take advantage of, then go ahead. I want to kind of put out there that if you do ask for help from your credit provider, they don't actually live on your credit file, this help that you ask for. So if you say, you know what, I kind of want to repay back my credit card, 
you know, can you help me figure out a way to pay it back? As long as they're not changing your limit. So and as long as you haven't defaulted and a default is where you have been making non-payments for a period of time. And now your credit provider says, right, if you don't pay by this date, this is your final chance. If you don't make X payment by Y date, then you'll fall into a default, which then means that you a can't use the card anymore or, you know, that whatever it is, is kind of blocked off. You can't use it anymore, can't spend any more on it. And you're you're now obligated to make repayments every month. So as long as you haven't fallen into a default, then usually this kind of help won't go in your credit file. But your credit provider will let you know if the help that you're asking for will actually be reflected on your credit file and how it'll be reflected. And the most important thing, how future lenders will interpret it. If you're trying to apply for a mortgage in the future, if you're trying to get car finance in the future, how would it be looked at? Obviously, each lender takes things by different severities. So one lender may say, this means nothing to me. Whereas another lender may say, you know what, I don't want to give it to you based on this. Obviously, they can't predict that, but they can give you a bit more of an insight as to how it may potentially affect you in the future, whatever help you're trying to ask for. And lastly, a really big one as well is do not, as much as you can, take out more debt to repay current debt. So by saying that, if I have a credit card, so remember my credit card from earlier, I have my credit card, 1K debt is what I'm in. I can go online and get a payday loan for 2K. So I could go and apply for that, use 1K of the payday loan to pay off my credit card, so that's all paid off, and then have 1K to spend, to do whatever I wanted to save. That doesn't help at all. All you're doing is furthering yourself deeper and deeper into that debt cycle, which is not what we want. Our aim is try and break that cycle, try and get ourselves out of the debt, and we don't want to fall further and deeper into that debt. So as tempting as it can seem, as easy as it may seem to say, I'll just borrow from someone else to pay this. I don't know if you guys have heard the saying, do not rob Peter to pay Paul. Essentially means don't borrow from one person to pay off another debt. Okay, try your best not to do that. Just try and figure out with the income that I'm on, what can I afford to pay off every month that what that won't put me in a worse financial position? So figure out what that looks like to you. It looks different to everyone. Figure out how that looks like to you and then start to put a plan in place either yourself with the help of your credit provider, with the help of different national debt charities um, and helplines who can help you figure out what that looks like for you and figure out how you can start your steps to getting out of debt. So as I mentioned just now, there are loads of charities and helplines out there who can help you. A big one is Step Change. Another one is National Debt Advice. There's loads of different places. So definitely go and have a look and have a Google if that is something that you want to kind of go into. They can also help you. Some people may have gotten themselves in with some dodgy dealings or some people who maybe aren't as nice, you know, like loan sharks. And they are literally, as they sound, like sharks. People who come and hound you for the money back that they lent you. They can help you get out of those situations, help you strike a deal with these people. So if you are in that kind of precarious position and definitely do have a research and have a reach out to them, they can help you. If you are someone who listened and said, right, Kia, thank you so much. I'm getting myself in order. I'm going to start figuring out my debt. Then you'll be happy to hear that on the pennies to pound site, there is a debt spreadsheet where you can literally list all of your debt. So the first thing is to kind of be honest with yourself and list out all of your debt and then help yourself to kind of visualize it all and figure out a plan that way. So it's all there. It's under, so if you go on the website, it's under knowledge base, you'll see resources go in there. So you've got the budget spreadsheet in there and you've got the debt spreadsheet to kind of figure out your debt and how can I repay it all back. 
But yes, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. As always, appreciate every single one of you who listen, who share, who subscribe, who are just there all the time. Really do appreciate it. Next week, we should hopefully have a guest on. So it'll be a really good episode. I'm excited for that one to come out. Please do subscribe and follow Penny's Pounds across everything. If you have ordered merch, merch is coming your way very, very soon. I'm so excited. When I tell you I wear the merch all the time, I know it's quite, I know it's quite lame, but I love it. So if you have ordered, that is coming out to you. So don't you worry. Thank you for supporting. Personal Finance is where it's at. Stay tuned. More content coming across all channels and have a great week. Bye guys.